Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Resting Place Tampa. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you've heard. For more resources like this, check out trptampa.com. So I'm just going to walk you guys through my process a little bit right now of what's about to happen. So in the first gathering, I had 15 minutes. I have, you know, double that an hour close to it. Um, and it went really well. But I literally did everything completely backwards. I was like, I had so much that I'm like, I don't think I'll be able to get this done in the amount of time that I have left. In the full amount of time, I don't know that I can get through all my notes. And so I, I did in front of everybody, I asked Holy Spirit, I was like, what do you want to say right now? Because whatever you want to say is exactly what is going to be needed. Now, the fear of that, I haven't even, you're walking through my thought process right now, so sorry. Is when we do this thing that we're called to do over and over again, like, shoot, should I do it exactly the same? Should I, I have, I have a little more time now, but it went so well and it felt so effortless that should I just repeat it? Should I just do the exact same thing? Even though I have other notes, I have a different beginning, completely different beginning from what I did. And God was just showing me, he's like, that's, it's still me. Don't be scared to do something different. Don't be scared to, just because that worked once, so many people, that's, that's how we make rituals out of things. Yeah. It worked so well this one time that I'm just going to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. But, I mean, even though it would sound great, if Gigi sang the exact same song, one song, for the next year every Sunday, I don't know, we might be all right with this group of people in here, but, at, you know... <laughs> And she was like, that one went well, so let's just do it again. 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 I mean, we're going to miss. I mean, it's like a diamond. Like, you're going to, you got to turn it a little bit, and you're going to miss something that God has, a different perspective of beauty that he has. So, with that, I am going to start a little different than I did first gathering. That was last time I spoke. Okay, hold on. I got to find my right note. I went old school. I just wrote it on a piece of paper because God was giving it to me so fast. I couldn't type that fast. So I went on a silent retreat. I don't think Vicky's here this gathering. She was in the first one. Vicky Piccarelli, this woman was so instrumental in my life. I barely know her even still. And we were in a silent retreat. You don't talk for 48 hours. 48 hours straight, zero communication. They take your phone. There is no TVs. There is no, you were out in the woods with a group of people. I was also, there was me and 25 other ladies out in the woods. And which for anybody that knows me, this is going to sound super weird. Uh, you know, like growing up in high school, I had more female friends that I, than I had male friends. So that li- honestly, I mean, that was my comfort zone. Like, that wasn't an issue to me. Honestly, the issue was, dang, I'm in a room full of people that, I mean, we could probably talk for hours and me being, you know, very pastoral, I'm like, I could really probably get into these people's lives. 
I can't do none of that. Like, it's just a, you wave or you kind of smile and you go. Uh, eating was hard for me. Eating in a room of people where they you know, I don't know if anybody ever watched Saturday Night Live, but, you know, they're at the dinner table and it's just the, the fork on the plates and the chewing and this and that. And the, no, the noise wasn't even so bad, but one night we did have nachos. I'm like, somebody didn't think this through. Like, this is where... And I grabbed some chips, and after the first one, it was like gunshots in my head. And I'm like, nope, I just ate everything else and threw the chips away. Like, forget it. But it was hard for me because I, I wanted to, I like to minister to people. I like to help. That's, just, that's really all I want to do. Anything I'm doing right now, anything I'm speaking to you guys, it's, it's such an honor to release what God has given me because I just hope that it helps you. I hope that in some way, some shape, I, I didn't ask for any of this. When I, when I helped Caleb start the wrestling place, like, so I'm the youth pastor here. It is my heart. I love the youth. I love when they come up to me and, you know, either something I spoke or whatever, but really just building relationship with them. Like, that's everything to me. But I didn't start as the youth pastor here. Kimberly was the youth pastor. And I was like, man, I, I wanted to just help her. And so I asked her, can I sit in one of the, you know, one of the classes? We were doing it on a Sunday night at the same time there was the gatherings uh, before we moved to Sunday mornings. I said, can I just sit in here? She said, yeah, sure. So I just came in, and I just wanted to be a help. You know, if anybody went a little crazy or got out of hand, like I could help them and just, you know, throw some jokes here and there and be good with it. And then God sort of, he's like, you're supposed to be leading this. And I'm like, I don't want to take anything away from Kimberly. And when I told her, she's like, yes, please. <laughs> like, she was doing it, and she loved them, but her heart was with the, the young adults, the 18 to 30. She's like, if you want to do it, and I'm like, it scared me. Speaking on a weekly basis scared me tremendously. I'm like, I don't know that I can come up with enough stuff to say. And I'm like a year and a half in, and stuff keeps coming out. So it's, it's all right. But... I didn't ask for that. Even speaking on Sunday mornings, I actually specifically told Caleb when he asked me if, you know, a month ago or whenever I spoke last, if I could, he's like, would you be willing to speak? I'm, I'm going to be gone or maybe you were coming back from the trip. I don't know what it was, but he said, I had told him prior to that, I said, I don't ever want to speak at the resting place again on a Sunday morning. I was so scared because of what happens here, you know, just what Caleb brings, what, you know, Gigi, just all this. I'm like, I don't think I can match that level of, you know, revelation and all this stuff. And I told him, I, said, I don't want to speak. Like, don't ask me anymore. And he, he did. And Holy Spirit, <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, Holy Spirit had already been telling me, like, you need to speak again. But I didn't ask. Like, this is, this is, this is stuff that through quiet time with him. And this got so amplified at the silent retreat. I, 48 hours, 48 hours of nothing. I can't talk to anybody. I can't We're in this beautiful campground. And I, I wrote, you know, I wrote in my, my journal. I didn't even think about bringing a journal at first. I was like, what are, I don't journal. I've never done it. I didn't really understand. I mean, I'm like, you just, is it like confession? Like, do I just write down all the bad stuff I did today and tell God, like, like I didn't, 
I don't get it. I'm like, I can just think these thoughts. Why do I have to waste time writing them? <laughs> and so I've never journaled before. And somebody had said, hey, you know, it might be a good idea to bring a journal so you can just basically don't go crazy. Just talk through a pen to your journal. And so I took it, and after the first night, I mean, I just couldn't stop. I had, I've never heard God so clearly and so consistently. And the thing that I asked him, the big question, I said, why am I here? And he said, family. And I'm like, my family's good. My wife, my daughters, my son, like, we're good. And then he just starts, he put... Uh, I mean, a deep pain in my stomach. I missed my girls so bad. I've been away from them before, but never with no communication. And there was a pain so deep. I was like, this is, I didn't like it. And I started just writing down and I wrote, you know, letters to, I wrote about Mia and I wrote about Lily and then I wrote to Gigi and I wrote to my son and he said, this is, this is why you're here, but I still had my own questions. And so I said, God, I want to grow in desire. I want to grow in desire for you. There's a lot of times where I still feel kind of like a, a baby Christian. I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at the relationship that, that other people have with you, and I'm like, I want that. I've wanted that for years, and I want to read. I want to read the word. I, I was a terrible reader. I was an extremely slow reader, and I wouldn't comprehend anything that I read. The only time I'd read a decent amount of the Bible is if I had to listen to it, and then I'd still have to replay it because it was just very hard for me to comprehend what was going on. I said, God, I just I want this desire. I can't do anything to get closer to somebody that's already inside me. And maybe you've been here. That was actually pretty disheartening to me. Because then why do I still feel like this? I know. I believe with everything in me. I believe the finished work. I believe my union to my core. It is not a belief system problem with me. But why do I still feel this way? I said, God, I just want to grow in desire, not knowledge. Because there's so much that I do to learn, to teach. But I just want to read, to be with you. I just want to get to know you better. And it was, it was a legit detox. My phone, my, my, uh, my family, my routine, my responsibilities, like it, that pain, I can only assume, I mean, it, it was like a, a straight drug detox. I couldn't believe how much it hurt. I went, I laid down uh, you know, we were eating and then singing daylight savings time. I mean, six o'clock and it's dark and I'm in the woods. So I'm like, I can't play outside. I can't do anything. <laughs> so I go to my room and I lay down. I'm like, this is when I watch TV. This is when I, you know, talk to Gigi. Or this is when I, you know, plan my day tomorrow, what I'm going to do at church. And I had nothing, no responsibilities, no routine, and I started journaling, even the little things that I do, the routines I do with my daughters. Like, I realized how much comfort I had in my routine and responsibilities and phone and social media. 
and how extremely uncomfortable I was without any of that. You say, well, okay, that's fine because in 48 hours you get to go back to that. What's the one thing that didn't leave me? What's the one thing that I still had when I was there with nothing else? I still had the Holy Spirit. I still had God. I had the comforter and I was physically sick, not feeling comforted. I did not know that about myself. This silent retreat, this 48 hours, I'm, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be coming. It's not coming under TRP. TRP is coming under it. TRP is coming as a foundation for the silent retreat. It is becoming part of the family, and I would encourage everybody. You get with Vicky, Caleb, you talk to me. Like This was so life-changing. Not talking. Not talking. Being with God for 48 straight hours. I spent three and a half hours in a hammock with my Bible and my journal overlooking the water. And as I'm writing, God is giving me... Uh, you know, he's talking to me. He actually wrote a couple letters to me through my hand. And I've begun to weep because I read 1 Corinthians front to back. And as I'm writing stuff in my journal, God says, isn't that funny? This is exactly how it was with Paul. I spoke, he wrote. He said, the same way you're putting pen to paper is the same way I did it for him. Because it's the same God. It's the same Holy Spirit. And it's still in you. And I just started to weep. Like, this, like, there's God's words are in here. This is my journal. This is my Bible. This is my journal. God's words are in here. Something I never did until I got quiet. Until my foundation. I, I had to realize, uh, I, man, I am all over the place. Put up Psalms uh, 46, 10, the Passion Translation one. Uh, so that's the ESV. Be still and know that I am God. So Surrender your anxiety. Be silent and stop your striving and you will see that I am God. I am the God above all the nations and I will be exalted throughout the whole earth. You, and this is actually something that Caleb said before we started the whole thing. You have to be still to know that he is God. Be still. I had to be still. I had to be silent for 48 hours to really realize what I was missing. I've said it numerous times. I've said it from here. You need the comforter. I know that I have the comforter, but I never used the comforter because I let so many other things in my life be my foundation of comfort. So, and good things. The church, the, my family, routine, responsibility, good things. Yes, there was some, you know, social media and TV and things that I, I found covered in. Man, my phone is an anchor now. Like, I've forgotten it. So, I've forgotten my phone places so many more times in the last two, three weeks than I have in the last 10 years. I, I would feel weird if I went somewhere without my phone before. Now I'm like, uh, I'm begging Gigi, like, can I buy an iWatch so I can just leave my phone and just have this on me? Because so, I just don't even want it anymore. I'm trying to prove to her that I can have it. That's why I bought this little $8 watch right now. So I told her, I am a watch guy now. I can wear watches. <laughs> I bought her a car, but whatever. I mean, you know how <laughs> It's our car. Um, 
Peace. Rest has to be your foundation. Rest has to be your foundation. Psalms 23, in the Passion Translation, uh, just verse 1 and 2, The Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. The footnote, man, the Passion Translation footnotes, my God, like... The jealousy that I have of Caleb that he is friends with Brian Simmons, like, dude. <laughs> the Greek word for love is agape. I've heard agape, I've known churches called agape, I mean, agape love, got it. Brian's take on it and you know, how he breaks stuff down. The Greek word for love is agape which is a merging of two words and two concepts. Ago, which means to lead like a shepherd, and peo is a verb that means to rest. So agape is love is our shepherd leading us to a place of true rest in his heart. Rest is our foundation. If you can't be still and still know he is God, you have no foundation because now you're going to start piling on responsibility. You're going to start piling on ministry, family, things that feel good. You're going to start piling those on. And then when you realize when one of those things slip out, when one of those things, when those things start getting pulled out and now you're trying to put onto it, what is the actual foundation of being still knowing that he is God? It's going to hurt so much more. But what I found out when I make this my foundation, God alone, my old school paper Bible, and my journal, everything is so much better. Now my family, my girls, they go, why are we eating at the table? Why are we eating at the table so much since dad got back from the, <laughs> the silent retreat? Because God gave me a list in my quiet time, in my thinking, in my pain of not being comforted. I said, I need to find comfort. And I don't have my usual stuff to comfort me. So my science, my quiet with him started to comfort me. And then I started getting all of this. Spend more time with them. More games. Less phone time. Less TV. All these different things. And, but I still waited for my question of how do I grow in desire? Because I do so many other things, God, that I'm like, it's not like I'm, you know, not saved. It's not like, you know, I, I'm, I, I, obviously I know who you are. And then, you don't have to put it up, Amanda, because I don't even have time to read it all. But in, in 1 Corinthians, uh, just put the first one up. 1 Corinthians 13, I think I got like 1 through 3 up there. If I speak in tongues of men and of angels, but do not have agape, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not agape, I am nothing. If I give away all that I have, and if I deliver upon my body to be burned, but have not agape, I've gained nothing. I've done these things. And when I had nothing, I felt like I had nothing. Why? 
Because I was not letting love is our shepherd leading us into a place of true rest in his heart. Agape leads you into true rest in God's heart. Now that is your foundation. That is now my foundation. That is my firm foundation. There's so many times when I'm here and I'll just go and walk around outside. Because I want to make sure I stay in that place of rest and of peace. I'm going to tell the truth of what happened yesterday, Sandy. We were out walking and we were all coming back and we didn't exactly know where we were going. We got a little bit lost. Chip comes out and starts hollering for them and everybody was talking so loud and doing all these things. I was like, I felt a piece of that like, man, this is very similar to when I was just walking on my own at the retreat. And so even though they were going what was the right way, even though I got back first, they went there. I could hear Sandy. I could hear you calling for me. And I was like, I just wanted to be alone for a minute. And I wanted to be quiet. And I kept walking. Because when that is your foundation, you run after that comfort. I don't run to my phone anymore. I don't run to my wife. I don't run to my routines or my responsibilities. I, I wanted to steward so well this word for you guys. And every chance I got, God was like, do something else. Me and Caleb played ping pong during one of the hour blocks that I had set for getting this word together. Because the Holy Spirit was like, I got you. Just relax. Yes. Keep that foundation and let me speak through you. Yes. And that's what all of that say. Just please, one Strongly consider going to the silent retreat. It's not the same as like, I'm just going to take an hour and be quiet and put my phone down right now. No, this is a complete disconnect. And it, I mean, it has drastically changed my life. And two, just don't underestimate. If you can't make it that way, just don't underestimate your foundation of quiet, your foundation of peace, your foundation of rest and listening to God. Because it is... Once you pile everything on that, you got that firm foundation. It hurt me to think that my responsibilities, mission, all that was sand that I was building on top of because I didn't have what God really needed, which was my rest and letting him lead me in love. So I think I'm out of time. I love you guys. I hope that that hit what you needed. Uh, you. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Resting Place Tampa. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you've heard. For more resources like this, check out trptampa.com.